so I'm firing my cat. I have a bone to pick with you. Look at me <laughs> on the ball. I guess we have to talk about Winchesters. Did you check out Sandman yet? I can see her influence in your writing. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Mystical, and welcome back to regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> Let's get mystical, mystical. I cannot hear our our podcast name without dancing to it. <laughs> good morning. Genevieve got me up good and early today. Yes, I did. And just for the purpose of um, the fact that we kind of posted episodes in a weird way last week. Um, yeah. I'm going to mention that we're recording this on November 18th because we are going to be talking about TV shows. So just so that everybody's aware which episodes we're talking about. Yeah. And spoiler <laughs> alerts and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Well, if they've been listening, they already know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this point, we don't even need to say that. Uh, do you have any upda- personal updates or... What, the fact that I found evidence of a mouse in my cabinet and had to throw anything away that was in there and wash every single baking apparatus that I have? (laughs) But, you know, I I host Thanksgiving, so I'm firing my cat, but I had to throw away every single snack I had to pull out. My kitchen is an ungodly mess right now. Well, since you brought up Thanksgiving, I'm just going to say now that there will be no new episode on the 28th, there will be no new episode because of Thanksgiving, because we normally record on Thursdays, and that's Thanksgiving. So we're going to just skip that week, and then we'll come back in December. Yeah, I'll be a little busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to um, mention last week's episode since the when this episode goes up, that one will only have been up for a couple of days. So we're not going to worry about that question. So if you guys are listening and still want to send in your answers, feel free um, the question was, what was your most recent supernatural or paranormal binge? Um, but we're not going to, I obviously haven't gotten any responses because it hasn't even gone off yet. So we're just going to yeah. <laughs> leave, that, leave that for the next episode. But this week, we want to know if the listeners would like us to do start doing themed episodes. And what I mean by that is we would talk about one specific thing for the whole episode, whether that's a book mm-hmm. or a show or a movie, or even just like a certain supernatural creature. And I'm wondering if the listeners would be interested in that mostly because shows are going to start going off for the holiday season. So we're kind of going to have nothing to talk about. <laughs> oh, I know my show is ending forever Sunday. Yes, and see that I was thinking that maybe we could do one episode where you could t- the whole time you talk about the like the whole series of Walking Dead. Oh, and I just happened to know someone that was on there. <laughs> yeah, he's already been on the show. <laughs> I know. I love him though. I love him. He's he's just such a positive, feel good person. He just everybody he meets, he's best friends instantly. Well, and that's also one of the things I want the listeners to tell us too. Is do they prefer just the two of us talking? Or do they prefer an interview or like, cause I've been noticing that our analytics are kind of better when it's just the two of us or like if somebody's talking, you know, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be the, just the two of us, but when we're just talking about the usual stuff versus when there's an interview. Yeah. Do you get tired of hearing just us? Do you want us to throw in a little variety? <laughs> yeah. I don't mind still having guests and stuff, but if people would rather not listen to the interviews and would rather just have the banter, I'm all for that too. Yeah. 
You know, and and I have so many different types of uh, podcasts that I listen to too. I have some that, you know, it's, it's strictly educational. I have some that they interview, you know, I listen to a lot of author podcasts, obviously, where they interview people to talk about what they've done. But then I listen to things like the office ladies and all they talk about, they go through episode by episode. And all they talk about is that episode that they, you know, were discussing that week of the office. And it's just banter between the two of them, Jenna Fisher and uh, Angela Kinsey. So, I mean, if you guys want to hear just us doing our normal thing, talking about, you know, books, movies, TV shows, do you like it better when we have a guest on add into the banter or we do interviews let us know jen what is the inter- the the email address again it's let's get mystical podcast at gmail.com why can't i remember that it is so easy <laughs> you know why because it's still early for me yeah we also have a facebook group where we post the question every week all right well miss lynn i have a bone to pick with you oh oh why what do i do now why did you have me start reading the Immortal, Immortal Guardian series? I told you. Oh, I told you. And the, the more you get into the books, the more obsessed you're going to become to the point where they live rent-free in your head. And I warned you about Seth, didn't I? Ooh, girl, you, wait till you get to his book. Mm. I haven't finished mm. the first one. I'm about 85% through it. But why? Just why did you get this me hooked on this stuff? And I, it, that series, you know, we talked about when people have high anxiety, they tend to reread books, rewatch TV shows. I have read that entire series probably 10 times. If See, I get I, really anxious and like I can't find a book that's settling that anxiety, I go back to my good old standby. I cannot reread books. I can. It, I, I can. I, I, even if I haven't read it for years I, and I start reading it and then I realize, oh, I've already read it. I stop. Because I already Mm-mm. know what's going to happen. So, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And my husband laughs at me if we rent a movie. You know, it's like, what, $6.99 or $5.99, whatever it is on, on Netflix or Prime. Um, I will watch it twice because I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> Except The Northman. I See, did not watch it twice. TV shows and movies, I can watch and watch and watch and watch. But I cannot reread books. The only oh, time yeah. I will reread is if I'm editing it. I've been contemplating rereading Pride and Prejudice because it's been over 20 years since I read that book. I'm thinking we might need to start a third podcast. <laughs> All about books. You know what? Actually, y'all, we were talking about, did y'all want us to have theme podcasts? We were looking for books last night that the two of us could read together. Is that something you'd want us to do? Is there a book that you guys would love for us to read and talk about? She was looking at a Stephen King book and it's like 600 pages. So that'll take us, I read in bed at night. So that would take us some time to get through. But is there a book or book series that you think that we definitely need to check out and discuss? Uh, We've already had somebody suggest a TV show. I still have not been able to check it. Oh, I'm so sorry. You checked one of them out, didn't you? Yeah. And that's a good segue because that's what I was going to talk about next. Oh, perfect. Look at me (laughs) on the ball. However, I unfortunately have to say it is not good news. Ah. Um, so I started watching Good Omens and I stopped after an episode and a half. Man. Yeah. And considering it's David Tennant, I was very disappointed in that fact. But, and I don't use this word often. So warning, there's a swear word coming up. But Good Omens is the fucking weirdest show I've ever seen in my life. Oh, maybe this is up my alley then. Maybe no, I need to go check that it out. It's so freaking weird. Like, 
it's just I don't know. I can't even explain how weird it is. It, it I the first episode I was like, okay, whatever your backstory, you're, you're telling me what I need to know. Great. Second episode, halfway through, David Tennant's character, and I know he's a demon. I get it, but his head like transformed into this like hellhound thing to what? scare somebody, and I'm like, that's that just that's just really fucking weird. <laughs> what? I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll check it. I, it's you know, I've got that little bitty sliver of time at night, and. My husband is coming down at the same time I am, and we've been watching Blacklist. We're on season seven now, and there's only nine seasons. Um, $18.99. That's looking a little good, too. Might check that one out, too. Well, and, and one of the other things about Good Omens that, that was disappointing, and I don't know if this is because I've seen David Tennant and, oh, God, the other guy that's in Good Omens, I can't think of his name at the moment, um, interact with each other other places but I was expecting a lot more witty banter in Good Omens than there was. I was bored. Michael Sheen? Yes. Oh, I love Michael Sheen. Francis McDormand's in that. John and then Cam. I might add, check it out. Add to that that the story is all over the place. And we're we're getting like three stories at once. And there's way too many different characters. And the narrator is the most annoying thing ever. Like <laughs> I do not need the narrator in the slightest. And the, the, whoever they chose to do the narration, her voice is grating. I'm, I'm kind of curious now. I feel uh, bad because I wanted, I wanted to like McDormand. it. It's Francis McDormand. It's Francis McDormand is the narrator. You, and you said you never seen Fargo. That's that's one of the things she's known for the most is Fargo. Uh, um, uh, almost famous. Okay, that just spooked me. We're sitting here talking about things and the light bulb just got brighter in the in my studio. Uh oh, get the salt. <laughs> I feel bad because I, I wanted to like Good Omens for Andy's sake. I wanted to, I really did, but I could not get through the second the second half of the second episode. So yeah, I might try it on. So I'm going try, to I said try it on. <laughs> I'm going to look up Lost Girl and watch that as well so that we both talk about it because I feel like I need to redeem myself now because for Andy's sake. Yeah, I I just I started to watch it one night because um, he was going to go paint. But, you know, my husband was having some mouth issues and ended up having to have an emergency root canal last Saturday. Tonight, uh, after work, he's got to go get his permanent crown put on. Um, were, so, yeah, let's dial hurting. it back into the topic we're <laughs> supposed to be talking about. Uh, you want to talk about Walking Dead? <sighs> I'm I'm a little perturbed, to be honest with you. So the second to the last episode was this past Sunday. The last episode is this coming Sunday. Spoiler alert, so fast forward it, past my voice here, if you haven't watched yet, I don't know how they're going to finish this up, because Judith, as in Rick's daughter, got shot in like crossfire, and she's unconscious, and they're running with her, and they've shut down Commonwealth because they actually, the Commonwealth, Commonwealth actually led the walkers in, but I don't think they were supposed to breach the walls because they've evolved. They can now climb walls. They can open doors like they've evolved through the years. So that's where we left off was them rushing with um, Judith trying to get her help. And I'm like, okay, we have one episode left. You have not wrapped up this story. And I'm going to tell you right now, if this goes on a cliffhanger to get us to go watch the spinoffs, you're going to see your girl like 
writing in her own front yard. Like I, I'll be throwing sticks and stuff. Like I'm canceling cable when this is over because it's too expensive for somebody who only watches it on Sunday nights during Walking Dead. But it there's so much of the story to be wrapped up and there's only i'm assuming it's going to be an hour and a half because usually the um season finales are usually an hour and a half so <clears throat> and last week we had a special before that episode where you know they're talking to the cast or talking to the crew you know getting backstories on them and everything even some of like the older you know og characters were popping in and they were showing clips and stuff but I don't know, man. It's it, There's an awful lot to be wrapped up in one episode. We've been promised that this is not a coma dream. Kirkland promised us from the very get-go this is, because you know that a lot of these people wrap up this stuff as a coma dream. Dynasty or Dallas, one of them, it was like a dream, but he's promised us he's not doing that. But I don't know. I don't, I don't see how they're going to wrap this up in one episode. I will be there. I'm going down with the ship. I've been there since episode one of season one. In fact, I'm currently wearing a walking dead hoodie. <laughs> I am a full fledged fanatic when it comes to the walking dead, but I'm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And I'm sure we'll be hearing about it too. Oh, you will. I'm sure <laughs> if you hear about sticks being thrown all over a yard, it was just me. Oh boy. Uh, that's I live, in, how I I live feel. in the woods. Yeah, that's why I can only throw sticks. <laughs> mm -hmm. I kind of that's kind of how I feel about the first um Immortal Guardian book is like I'm 85% the way in and not much has happened yet. <laughs> oh, I promise you. Keep going. I promise okay. you. And you're going to go, "What?" At the end it's going to be so cool. And you know I, I asked you if the grammar gets better in future books. <laughs> well, I swear, you know, that each one gets better. I felt like she was really getting a handle on her characters in that book. And then as each one goes on, you get to know people even better. But I swear the editing got way better when she went indie. Yeah, I don't think whoever the editor was when she had a publisher was any good because there are tense changes. There are, I mean, obviously punctuation issues. There, There's times when she... Um, skipped between POVs. There's times when the wrong name was used. It's bad. There, the first few books, there's like no gap when it switches POVs. And I don't, that drives, you know, I do asterisks or I'll do spaces between it gets, yeah, as it goes further on, she puts the gap I in there so you know it's switching. But sometimes it throws you off when it's like on top of each other like that. Oh, who, whose mind are we in? I don't mind if it's like a full POV if there's no gap, because I can figure it out. I mean, it's annoying, but I can figure it out. But there were times where, like, she was in one person's POV. I think it was Sarah's. No, was it Sarah's? So, well, Sarah's no, it might have been Roland's. Sarah I'm Roland. not entirely sure. But it, while they were in that POV, there was, like, two sentences in the other person's POV. It drove me crazy. <laughs> I'll tell you, Teresa Gableman does uh, Omnipresent. So oh, that would, oh, yeah, that, that. that would... That would drive you nuts. But you know what's funny is even though she does Omni, I followed the whole thing. Like, it was crazy. I usually don't like that. I, I had to edit a book way back that was in that way. And I'm like, oh, my God. I just, my brain was rotting because I just could not read it. I tried it one time. Um, God, it was like the second book I ever wrote. It's not been released or anything because it, oh, Lord. Um, yeah, no, no. <laughs> but yeah it's it, it trust me keep going keep going and wait till you get to seth's book oh mwah. my my boyfriend is aiden who you have not met yet 
um, there's so many people in this world. I'm you know, it just kinda, keeps growing. Kind of more curious about um, Lisette and her brother. Lisette, yeah, Lisette Richard and uh, Etienne. Yeah, the the siblings. Yeah, but yeah, it's Seth, every they time all Seth, get their own books. Every time Seth says "sweetheart" to that woman, I'm like, uh, uh, Amariska, <laughs> Amy. Um, well, one moment, of the brothers. Oh, you haven't identified her yet? No, she's Sorry. still the mystery woman. It's okay. It Sorry. Matter. It's just the name. You will find out. Like, like within a couple chapters, you will get the name. No, so. I, the, what I just read was when she was doing the video games with um, yeah. Darnell. Darnell, yeah. I love him. There's so many characters I so badly want to get their own book because they're secondary, but I want to know more about them. But as a series writer, I know sometimes you're like, oh. I want to move on to the next world. That's why I try to make each of my little groupings a little smaller so that I can delve into different worlds. You know, like I want to experience different groupings. So that's why like Big River is five and then the the Panthers and the Bears are four. Morris is three. Mm-hmm. That was not intentional. Maybe that countdown like that. But that way I can still play with my characters, but I don't have to keep including 15 more people, you know, yeah. in there. Yeah, and I don't want to go too in-depth into this in this episode because that is another reason that I was thinking about the themed episodes because I feel like I want to talk about the Immortal Guardians in their own episode. Like, maybe not when I finish the series because there's a lot of them, right? Yeah, yeah, there's uh, 10 of them, I think. Oh, that's not too bad, but it it takes me a while to read. So maybe when I get like halfway through or something, we can have a themed episode and then I can just give updates as I go through the rest of them. Yeah, she's got a... um... I don't know what it would be called. Sci-fi paranormal romance? Because it's sci-fi, like it's in space, but then some of the Immortal Guardian like secondaries from future episodes, um, they're in space. And I'm not going to explain why or anything like that, but I'm not a sci-fi person. I did read two of the books, but I'm like, it's just not my jam. So I'm just, I know she's working on the next Immortal Guardians right now. And oh my God, I can't wait. She's an automatic one click for me. I, yeah. I'm one click beast. I think, I think <laughs> you've said that once already. <laughs> I know that was it. Um, you did a little teaser. <laughs> I think we will have to have a themed episode about that. Even if the listeners don't request it, because there's, I've been making notes and there's things I want to talk about, but I don't want to, you know, overshadow the other stuff in every episode. So. Well, the, the take on vampires and immortals and her series, that's what really I... sucked me in. I need more. So I, I definitely need to learn more in the other books. But yeah, oh, you will. I'm interested. There is one thing, and I, I guess I'll mention it here, but I won't go too in depth. But the thing about how all the immortals have the same, like, DNA, like the same looks and stuff, that was really weird. Mm, and I'm not telling you why either. Okay, so they do explain it. So that might yep. help me. But it just, it was yep. like really strange that they're not related, but yet all have the same looks it was really weird but if it's in seth's book you will find out why okay why they all look alike okay i guess we have to talk about winchesters Uh, oh that doesn't sound good (laughs) so there have not been more inconsistencies (gasps) introduced so that's the good thing um I, one of the other good things is that we're starting to learn a little bit more bit more about uh, John and it's kind of bringing forth um, the John we know from Supernatural. So I'm kind of seeing more of him come through in this prequel show. 
um, which is good and bad in a way. Uh, but I feel kind of like, and a lot, you know, a lot of you probably didn't don't watch Doctor Who, but I'm feeling kind of like I felt um, in the last couple of reincarnations of the Doctor, um, where it feels like storylines are being recycled, um, and to me that just doesn't that doesn't make it a fresh new thing. It just kind of feels like you're doing the same storylines but with different characters um and also so in supernatural sam and dean used to go places you know they used to find monsters all over the world that they had to defeat right well in the winchesters mary and john basically stay in lawrence like they they go a couple of places but not really all that far but most of it takes place in lawrence and i know that's teenagers right yeah but the thing is is like i know that's where they grew up and stuff and where they lived but the premise of the show is that mary is trying to find her dad you know which is also kind of recycled because that's what they did in supernatural but she's trying to find her dad because he went missing during a hunt um so you think that she would be traveling trying to find him you know what i mean but because there's this it's understandable that they're still in lawrence because um there's this like alien race supernatural creature it's hard to explain what they are because we don't really know much yet but that are kind of infiltrating lawrence so i get it i understand the reason behind it but it's making it kind of stale (laughs) I have nothing to add. Well, and they also, like, so I know you haven't watched a lot of Supernatural, but you know how in Supernatural, when they were traveling and defeating the monsters and stuff, they would meet people, like, interesting side characters. Yeah, yeah. That's not happening in the Winchesters. It's all basically just, I mean, you know, they do the interviewing and stuff with people, but it's just not, it doesn't have the same vibe, and it's like, the whole thing is centered around Mary, John, and the other kids that help them, and, like, they're... I was telling my mom, I think like they're, they're concentrating too much on Mary and John's relationship and not enough on the other stuff. And it's turning it into Twilight. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) So I don't, I don't know. I'm going to give it a chance. It's going to, it's not going to be on, it's going to be on this coming Tuesday. It's not going to be on the following Tuesday because of Thanksgiving. Um, and then I'm not sure when they go on hiatus, but, you know, everything goes on hiatus for the holiday season. So I'm going to get a little bit of a reprieve from it. And then we'll see if like, f- I feel differently when it comes back to finish season one. If maybe I just need time away from it to kind of like let it stew. Um, but I'm not sure if they even get renewed for a season two because they haven't and neither has Jared Padalecki's uh, Walker Independence that hasn't been renewed yet either. So we don't even know if there's going to be a season two. So. Yeah, I'm going to stick it out for season one, but we'll see if I continue, if it continues. Um... <laughs> I can't stand when you get excited about a show and you get let down. Like yeah, Interview and, of and Vampire was I, so excited about that. And... I have this, this, I don't know, feeling in my gut, like I don't want to not like it because it's Jensen's baby. Like I feel like right. I'm I'm betraying him by not liking it. <laughs> But it, it, I don't know. It's just, there's just things wrong with it that need to be addressed. So. I don't know. I just, I wish I can get you to watch The Boys so you can see him in a completely different role. Like, <sighs> I, you would I watched... hate his character, but it just, show, to, to me, it shows he's a really good actor. Like, um, their dad on Supernatural was Danny Duquette 
on Grey's Anatomy, and I didn't know who that was. My sister, when she saw he was Negan, that's Danny Duquette. So I went and tried Grey's Anatomy because of that to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan play three completely different roles. That just shows me how great of an actor he is. And to see Jensen Ackles go from this playboy, you know, hunter, badass, loving brother, you know, all this stuff to his character on the boys. It's like, I mean, oh, okay, you got chops. <laughs> I've, le- I've seen him in other things, so I understand his acting range. But I just, I watched, I think I got through three episodes of the boys of season one. Because at that time I was still working at the law firm and my, one of my bosses said I needed to watch it because we were, uh, we were always talking about like Marvel and Star Wars and stuff. And he's like, oh, you need to watch this show. You need to watch this show. So I gave it a chance, but (laughs) I just can't. It's just not for me. It's not, yeah, it's not really up your alley. Uh, Claire Taylor was on my podcast uh, this week and we were talking about it. She's a huge fan of it too. I was like, oh my God, do you remember this? Do you remember that? Like. That was a fun interview, by the way. I don't know if you listened to it. I enjoy listening to it and learned a lot of stuff. So I know I was like, and she's like, I feel like I'm preachy. I'm like, no girl, you're like full of passion. People make fun of me for my walking dead thing, but it's like, that's my passion. Like I get so excited about it. Used to be when that first teaser trailer came out for the next season. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't make a noise because I'm watching that. Mm-hmm. It was whether it was on YouTube or on on TV. I would literally throw my hands up if it was on TV, and the kids and the husband knew. Shut up! <laughs> like I'm watching the trailer. Like I would get so excited, and I'm excited, but I'm sad. It needed to end because of the, the tra- trajectory it was taken, and it kind of sounds like the Winchesters might need to just call it quits. I don't. I don't know. I, I. I worry like they were trying not to go too in depth because they didn't know for sure that they were going to be able to continue for a season two. But then on the same vein, I'm like, but all the inconsistencies that you have been giving us, if you don't get a season two, we're stuck with those inconsistencies. You know what I mean? Okay, so I just pulled it up on IMDb and it's got a six point five out of ten rating. Um. Supernatural was so much better, not as good as Supernatural. An unintentional parody won't last, no substance, so uninteresting. It's okay. Scooby Doo gang into the Scooby Doo bus, the TV show. <laughs> yeah, okay. So in this last episode, they, or was it this last episode or this episode before? One of the last couple of episodes, they called themselves the Scooby gang. And it was like, I, I kind of enjoyed that. That was kind of fun. <laughs> Are they trying to appeal to the younger crowd, maybe? It is. Like trying it, to appeal it, to like a YA crowd? Yeah, it is geared towards teenagers for sure. Um, and I don't know, maybe that's part of my problem is that I'm just used to the more adult stuff. I mean, there you know, there's violence and stuff because it's monster hunting, of course. But it's just, like I said, it's time, kind of turning into Twilight where it's just all about their relationship and like the 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 negatives of each character which you know everybody has flaws but it doesn't need to all be about that this this review feels like you wrote it completely negates 15 seasons of supernatural i invested a decade and a half of my life of supernatural turns out everything we learned about john and mary over the course of 15 seasons is apparently a lie now we're going to learn the real story it's an insult to the fans yeah I agree with that. This is uh, please do better, Jensen. This is just plain bad in every way. I'm just reading the like 
the headlines of it, not smart or funny and has no soul. It just, from what you're describing, really sounds like they're trying to appeal to the YA crowd. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think they needed to go the route of different characters versus making it a prequel. Because one of the really big problems that the characters run into is that it's in the past, which means no internet, no cell phones, no, you know what I mean? It, it, it yeah, causes, <laughs> it causes, well, I mean, I understand that's reality and everything and you don't necessarily need that stuff to haunt monsters, but it causes the storyline to drag. <laughs> and that's Do not good. Do you remember good. on Twilight when she got on the internet to research and found a book and went and bought the book? It's like, you were on the internet. Why you didn't just keep searching? On the end? <laughs> I know it was because there was the storyline of going to, into town and the bookstore and all that stuff, but it's like you were you were just on the internet. Yeah, I don't know. It just and even the, even like they have books and stuff that they reference during Winchester's, but mm-hmm. even those scenes they just feel so classroom, for lack of a better yeah. term. Like I feel like I'm in a classroom, and I I hated high school the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my husband, I'm like, I wish I can go back knowing what I know now. Because now I love to learn. Now I love to learn anything new. Back then, eh. I don't want to go back to high school for the schooling, but I do wish I could go back with the mentality that I have now. Yeah. Because I think I would be able to handle, like, the bullies and stuff better. I had more self-confidence, I think, a little bit back then because I was – I was going through depression and anxiety. We didn't know what that was back then. So I, I did not care. I slept through my classes. You could not bully me because I was mean. My, my, I, part of the reason I take antidepressants is because my depression and anxiety turns into anger, manifests as anger. And I was scrappy and I had no filter. And I would tell you what I was thinking, no matter if it hurt your feelings or not. So even at, you know, five, three and maybe a hundred pounds back then, like I would throw down with anybody back then. But if I could go back knowing what I know now, I'd do better in school. I'd go on to college. If I could change things, I would have become a forensic psychologist. But I am almost 46 years old. I would have to start from scratch. So please don't come at me with, it's not too late. I'd have to start with the the very basics. Well, I'd have to start at the very... (laughs) I had a relative tell me I'm not a real author because I didn't go to school for novelism. I'm like, what? Novelism? I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and wow. say you didn't go to school either. <laughs> oh, Lord. Off topic. Sorry. We do that a lot. Yeah, it's okay. We don't have much else to talk about for this episode, so it's going to be short anyway. I'd like to talk about James Spader some more. But he's not in a supernatural show. I know. I just want, I love his voice so much. I don't think he's ever been in a supernatural show. I think it's always been like dramas and. I said James Spader is James Spader and everything he's in. Because watching Blacklist, I see Robert California from The Office, which is also, you know, whatever his character was on Pretty in Pink. So that's like, that's the three things I, but I know who he is. It's the three things I can think of him being in. You need to watch Um, Boston Legal and tell me if you still have that opinion about him. I doubt I will, but I'll check it out at least. It's on Hulu, I think. I actually have Hulu signed in. My uh, best friend's daughter's dog sit, and I guess they have their favorite shows. So they signed into that here when they stick. Because it's for a weekend that they end up staying here with the dogs. Like, for, sure oh, it's Hulu. One of them, well, one of them won't be dog sitting soon. She's graduating at 16 and just got a fat, fat 
scholarship to a really great college like two hours away. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of her. She has known her trajectory from like five years old. She wants to be a surgeon. So I am just unbelievably proud of her. Well, congratulations to her. You'd think this was my own kid and it's not, but I love these kids. <laughs> I get attached to kids around me. All right. Well, you have anything else to add? Because I don't. I do not. <laughs> I, I'm going to be, for those of you that may or may not be in the Missouri area, I'm going to try to get out there more with uh, book signings. I can't promise anything because, you know, based on transportation. But if you know of any book events or conventions coming up in 2023 in the Missouri, Illinois area, let me know. Or let Jen know, I guess, on the on the email. Yeah, they can shoot me an email or they can, you know, share it to our Facebook group, whatever they want to do. Come hang out in the Facebook group and answer our question because I want to know if we're missing out on some really cool supernatural based, paranormal based TV shows. Did you check out Sandman yet? Not yet. I'm still still working through some things. And also, since I've been reading The Immortal Guardians, I haven't been watching much TV. (laughs) Told you three books in like two days. I just neglected all my stuff. One thing I want to say about that. I jump up to cook dinner. (laughs) One thing I want to say about that that I don't need to save for if we do a whole episode on it is I can see her influence in your writing. Um, There's a lot of influence from a lot of different people because there's so many people out there that I just adore that I don't want to say influence my voice. But have shown me that there's such a big world when it comes to paranormal. Well, I would say, you know how sometimes, you know, um, like promo companies and stuff, they ask you, well, what books can you compare your book to? And I would say that it's very close to the Immortal Guardian series in the concept of the style of the, um, you know, the fact that it's intense, but also has its comedy moments and its sweet moments. And I definitely see her influence in your writing for sure. That's a huge compliment. She, uh, and it's so stupid because I'm an author and I know she liked a picture I put up and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Diane Duvall liked one of my pictures. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Teresa Gableman came into one of my lives. I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Listen, all authors sit around in our pajamas all day. That's all we do. Drink coffee, write books. We're just, we're hot messes. Yeah, I felt that way when uh, Dorinda Jones, um, she's the author of the Charlie Davidson Grave series. Um, mm-hmm. She sent me years ago, she sent me a care package because I was dealing with, you know, not being able to write and I was frustrated and getting upset and stuff. So she sent me this box of stuff. She sent me coffee. She sent me um, craft books, journals, you know, all sorts of this. She kept me an actual coffee mug that said, um, Writer's block is when your imaginary friends stop talking to you. <laughs> it was so sweet. And then I was like, I was fangirling so hard. It was crazy. One of her butt books popped up um, when I was looking through Amazon. I was like, hey, I know that name. Which, do you remember which book it was? No. Because she, no, she, was... she has the Charlie Davidson series, which is where the person is a grim reaper. But then she also has a young adult series. It was the young adult. So That's why I scrolled to, to past it. Which yeah, one it was. It was a young adult one because I went and was looking at it. I'm like, oh, she does write an adult though. Yeah, the Charlie Davidson series is 100% adult. I'll check those out. That's why violence. There's there's sex. There's 
That's that's my alley. Yeah, I, I clicked on it because mm-hmm. I, I remember the name, and I was like, oh, well, I don't, I don't. And it's not. There's nothing against anybody reading YA. Trust me, I'm not bashing you. I did read the Twilight series. It was a bonding thing originally with my baby sister, and then I just became a Twihard. I just have a hard time relating because I did not have a very pretty time as a teenager. So I don't like to relive those days. So I stick to the adult because my best time has been from 30 on. I haven't read her YA series yet because I just haven't gotten to it. Um, I just finished the adult series as it was. Um, But if you want to check it out, her first book in the Charlie Davidson series is called First Grave on the Right. I'm gonna have to check those out. It sounds good though. The Grim Reaper. It's oh, it's fantastic. That's not something I've, I've heard she's of a doing Grim yet. Reaper. Also, she, you know, she can see ghosts because she's a Grim Reaper. So, like, the ghosts pass through her. Um, she has a, for not giving away spoilers, a demon boyfriend. Um, there's just her. Her uncle is a cop. There's just so much in it. It's such a good series. A little Buffy the Vampire Slayer influence there. Better. better i've never seen the buffy. tv show never seen the tv I've, because i watched the movie back in the 80s i've never seen the tv show did you Let did you watch the movie way. yet no oh girl go please go watch it trust me when i say it is worth every second maybe someday um oh god <laughs> let me put the, to you this way the charlie davids series is the about the only thing if it was a tv show that would beat out supernatural for me oh wow okay <laughs> they have you know they do have those things where you can vote for tv series to become be made into netflix shows just saying. it would have to it would have to be done well though that's the thing like if it was not done well then it if supernatural would stay at the top but if it was done well and like stuck as close to the books as possible it would definitely beat out supernatural for me I'll, i want to see right, well, every I guess single that's it for this week happy thanksgiving <laughs> everybody early Yep, everybody, I hope you have a safe and enjoyable holiday. We have snow, and we're probably going to have snow on Thanksgiving, so. <laughs> we had ours. We had Saturday, and then what was it, Monday? We've actually been getting more snow than we were expecting. We were only expecting Wednesday and Thursday, and it's snowed today, too, so. Well, I mean, you guys are up north, though. Don't you always get snow early? Not this much. We usually, I mean, you know, a couple of years, maybe we might get a freak snowstorm, but we usually just get like a dusting, it melts, and then we get nothing until close to Christmas. Yeah, we, we so. when we get snow in November, it's just like we just had, just dustings. I guess we will see everybody in December and each other as well. We'll not see everybody, but hear everybody. Everybody will hear yeah. us in December. You'll hear us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess I'll talk to you soon, Lynn. All right. Have have a great holiday, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Get Mystical and would like to email the hostesses, you can do so at letsgetmysticalpodcast at gmail.com or join the Facebook group, both which will be listed in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you.